You are listening to the Nebraska Hours, part of the Bet Your Ash Podcasting Network, B-Y-A-P-N, B-Yappin', and sometimes when we be yapping, we be cursing, especially these two jokers. Welcome to the Nebraska Hour. I'm Tony Nebraska, as usual. And like the last few weeks, we have the Kool-Aid, well, ex-Kool-Aid drinker, I guess it is now, Brock White. I'm here and I'm 100% Kool-Aid free. Kool-Aid free. So, bye-bye Scott Frost. He's out of here. Um, As we talked about last week. Um, I thought about I thought maybe Georgia Southern would beat us, and um, that the lock of the century is probably Georgia Southern plus twenty three and a half, which easy bet on that one, I suppose. I that was literally the, that was literally the only college football bet I won this weekend. Um, I won a couple of them. I won a couple of them. I lost in the Florida game. I lost a couple of other ones, but um, I won that one. I won Appalachian State. I won Texas Tech. I won Iowa State. Um. Oh, I did have a sprinkle on uh, Marshall over nice. Notre Dame just because it was like plus 2,600 or something. So um, I, I laid a little bit on the Georgia, on the Georgia Southern money line plus 1,200, which is nice. So I made a little come up there. Uh, pretty much gave some of that back anyway because I'm stupid. But anyway, what do you think about Scott Frost being gone there, Brock, sir? Uh, I think it was the right move. I thought it was timed out right. You know, Trev Albert said he wanted to give these kids a chance with nine football games left. It sucks that, you know, Oklahoma's coming into town this week. But, you know, it was the right move. And interim head coach Mickey Joseph played quarterback at Nebraska. Uh, is a dog. You know, he's put out, you know, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, among others, at his time at LSU. So he knows what he's doing. And I think, you know, the Huskers might just win out, maybe. Um, I think that's absurd. But or uh, we don't or we or we lose out either way. I don't think we'll lose out either. Um, I like Mickey Joseph a lot. I think that he he is um he's had a hard road to get here. Um also, shout out for the first head head coach of any sport in in male or female sports in Nebraska history, Mickey Joseph. Um, yeah, shout out Nebraska getting woke. Yeah, right. Finally, about time. It's been a long time coming. Um, I like Mickey Joseph a lot, man. Um, it seems like the players like him. It seems like he's had a hard road to get here. That he knows what he's doing. Um, I think he's a good recruiter as well, which is positive. And it seems like from his press conference today that he is um, – he, he understands that we need to change the, the culture of Nebraska football. And it's not just about him. It's about the football is bigger than just one person in Nebraska. Well, Nebraska football is huge across the country, across 
the world kind of, I guess, but especially in Nebraska, man, it's the heart and soul of fall of the fall. Um, so Frost giant letdown again. Uh, I, like I said, the last few weeks, just not his heart's not there, man. He looks like he doesn't even care. So I'm glad he's gone. Yeah, I think he saw the writing on the wall and just, I wouldn't say he didn't care. He just didn't work for it. Like, once he got to Nebraska, you know, he worked his ass off at Oregon and Northern Iowa and UCF to become this great football coach. And I just feel like once he got to Nebraska, he was like, oh, I made it. Like, this is it. Like, I did it. I got paid, and which he did, and his family's probably good forever. I do think he'll go on to get a, another coaching job somewhere. But just once he got there, it just seemed like he was more interested in shaking hands and, you know, doing, like, the political stuff that college football coaches have to do instead of the actual, like, teaching and scouting and coaching, which is very important if you're going to be a football coach. The coaching is probably the most important part. Agreed, agreed. Um, What do you think about the game, man? Um, I think our offense played really well. Our defense still can't tackle. Our, our defense just sucks. Um, Our offense looked good, though. Um, yeah, I, th- I thought the offense looked great. Uh, our defense looks like 11 drunk guys trying to catch a chicken. <laughs> um, yeah, our defense looks pretty bad. We had some good plays in defense too, though, but we, again, we, we brought no pressure. We were in a three, four the whole time and we have nobody, nobody coming to, no, no pressure on the quarterback. We canceled the run still. I was afraid it was going to turn into Colorado with the draw plays there for a little while. I did have flashbacks to that as well. Yeah, when there's a 64-yard run in the middle like that on the draw play, I was like, oh, shit, not again. Also, just speaking of uh, explosive plays in the running game, uh, Anthony Grant is that fucking guy. Like, we need to just feed him. Oh, yeah, he's great, man. The other running back, too, what's his name? I forget now. Number four, Uh, I think it is. Ajaya Allen? I like him too. I like him yeah. too. Um, he looks good. We have some players. We have we have some players. We have some dogs on our team. Um, defensively we're we're awful. Them... But... What's that? I said, unfortunately, none of them can tackle. That's yeah, yeah. If our uh, yeah, we need to tackle better. Which which Mickey Joseph addressed today in the press conference. Um, he mentioned that he was going to start doing some tackling drills and stuff. And it sounded like maybe we haven't been doing live tackling drills very much in the offseason. I don't know that for sure, but that's just kind of the tone and how we how we worded things in the press conference made it seem like that we didn't really work on that a lot. Yeah, I've seen several of like Chenander's press conferences, and he always talks about how they don't get to do like a lot of live tackling in practice, which makes sense. You know, you don't want to see a number one go down, you know, for the season. We also but at the, at the same time, make tackles in games. you need to fucking, like, tackle people. The way you get good at tackling people is by tackling people. 
Yeah, um, and so maybe maybe that's one of the mistakes we've made in the past so far is that is that we didn't do the live tackling things. So maybe that'll that'll fix a lot of problems. Now this week upcoming is going to be rough. Um, we might get beat by a hundred. It could be. We could be in it though too. You know, you never know. Um, we might. Um, hopefully this week in practice we we go through some stuff and and Mickey Joseph gets his, gets his guys around him and they rally around him. Now, before we get into next week's game, who do you think uh, – I mean, just put Mickey Joseph aside for right now and say, okay, well, he's the interim coach, and without him as a candidate for the longer term, um, we talked about this multiple times already, but now it's it's imminent. Um, who do you think is our, is our guy from what you've heard re- the last few days? So this is just in my own mind. I have a couple names. Uh, let's wait for the Carolina Panthers to suck and then hire Matt Rule. Okay. And then also, I think he kind of, I think it'd just be awesome for the, for the clips, you know, but, uh, Jason Brown from last chance you fame still out there, still a hireable football coach. Tough guy also. And- He's he's kind of hard. He's he's a hard nosed guy. Like he's a tough guy. Yeah, I think he. I think Nebraska would fall in love with Jason Brown. Okay, Plus I haven't he, heard anybody talk about that yet. I'm, I'm that's interesting. And everybody's talking about you know like Urban Meyer. No, I don't want fucking Urban Meyer. Like some stuck up prick. Like we don't need that. We need Jason Brown, Matt Rule. Or just throwing this out there, you know, Coach O also still out there. You you think you really? And, you know, he's gonna he gonna bring some football players into town. They're gonna get down there and they're gonna play the football and they're gonna be good. And, you hey, know, co- you know, Coach O is kind of the mercenary coach anyway. He's the guy. He's kind of the guy that comes and fills in when there's open spots. So. Um, that wouldn't be terrible, and I think Nebraska fans probably have a good time listening to Coach O out in the media, if nothing else. <laughs> um, you know, we could always do an old school Joe Paterno type thing and uh, put put Tio up there and put put Tio in the box and have him, you know, help help build us a better culture. At least he, I mean, he could go any time because you know Tom, old Tom is is a pretty old guy now, but. Yeah, that's, that's, that's wind might take him down. Yeah, like, like that, be that careful means... on them stairs up to the press box, Tom. Well, he still runs. He still runs the steps. I'm always saying once a week. Um, so it's not like he's 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 you know. Oh, is he there? A... One... I mean, he is he's there... not one foot in the grave yet. You know. I mean, not yet, but I mean, he's a step away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean, he's Do old guy. Think... Do you think there's a football coach currently at a Division One program who is excited about the Nebraska job being open? Um, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, you know the guy from Kansas State—I forget what his name is right now—but he was the guy that North Dakota State before, and uh, um, I think that he might be a guy that that would be excited for this kind of job. Um. But really, I, I don't think so. I don't think there's anyone that Nebraska's not like the top tier job anymore. You know, um, 
anybody that has a, a D one <laughs> job, as long as they're if they're in if they're in a, a Power Five conference, uh, is probably pretty happy to be where they are. You know, one guy I thought about is this, this would be wild to have have happen is Clay Helton. If Clay Helton beats Nebraska, the game. The, the game that he's he beats Nebraska, they fire the coach, and in the end of the year, Nebraska hires Clay Hilton. See, I was thinking more along the lines of like a Neil Brown from West Virginia via Troy. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. I um, love Neil Brown anyway. Um, I'm just gonna stick with the Jason Brown train until the dude's awesome. Like he's just a real guy who knows about football and he's going to be talking about, you know, shit birds and, you know, slap dicks and dogs. Like, I just, I just want that in my life. I need more of it. Uh, <laughs> but like, uh, so you got Neil Brown. Uh, what about, uh, I can't, Oh, God damn it. I fucking looked his name up before this, and I just blocked it out. The dude from App State. Oh, that'd be cool, too. Um, I don't remember his name is. But the dude from Appalachian State, he can obviously outcoach anybody ever. Like, let's just get him. Now the he does coach is, Oh, is it uh, Sean Clark? Yeah, Clark. Yep, I was like, I know his name is. I just couldn't remember at the moment. But yeah, Sean Clark. Sean Clark's been a good coach for a long time too, and like that—that's kind of guy we need, man. We need somebody that's been at a small program that can build it up, and that's what he's already done. Or you know, so that's cool. Um, I would love that as well. There's not a lot of guys I'd be like, oh hell no, I don't want him. Now Urban, I think is is a little bit of a, of a treacherous hire. Uh, we'd have to let Urban get away with me in downtown on O street at 1am getting hammered a little bit here and there and maybe hitting on, hitting on co-eds. Yeah. The whatever. finger guns are going to fly on O street. Yeah. There's going to be some, there's going to be <laughs> some, some weird times there. I'm not sure Husker Husker fans will like that, but I don't really give a shit. Um, I mean, as long as games. the, as long as the co-eds enjoy it. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, th- that's also the issue is like, there's been some, some, allegations of, of maybe the Coen's don't enjoy it as much as as much as people think. Um now if he's winning games, Husker fans will let him go for a while at least and until we get suspensions or something happens. Which is probably imminent, you know, like that's until he kicks our kicker in the head or some shit like that. Yeah, maybe just keep the kickers off the field while Urban's patrolling. Like the you kickers know, maybe, can have a different yeah. Also, they can be in one end. Of the, they can be in one end of the stadium or something. Also, shout out the kickers, man. In college and the NFL, I think they basically like won the weekend. Um, yeah, I think so, man. I think so. Kickers, uh, except for last night at the Broncos, their kicker did not win the weekend. Well, that was on their coach. Like, who runs the clock down from four minutes to one minute? Or fifteen seconds to kick a sixty yarder, like yeah, sixty four yard field. What a bunch of dummies! It is nice to see the Broncos suck, even with Russ, even with Russell Wilson. Though that's that's a positive for me. Anyway, let's take a quick break and then let's uh, come back and we'll talk about the Oklahoma game and any other games that we like the week. 
Hi guys, this is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. All right. So this week, Oklahoma, minus 11 and a half against Nebraska. Not enough. Um, I don't think it's enough either. I think I think two scores at least. Would be would be nice to have. Uh, I think Oklahoma minus eleven and a half is a great bet. Um, I would love it I, if I could get like seventeen in the hook. I might look at that, but I'm right not sure that'll be enough. It might be. It might be thirty. It might be <clears> fifty. <throat> I don't know. It might be fifty. It might. It might. It. I think it's gonna be ugly. It's not gonna be fun in the watch. That's for sure. I am not planning on watching that game. I mean, I'll watch the first half, quarter maybe. At least the first half, probably. Um, I, I might, I might be sulking and crying tears into into bush lights and tequila by then. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of that going on across the state of Nebraska. Yeah, I, I think your expectations are pretty low though for this week now too, though. But I mean, hopefully, we see a little life. Uh, new, I mean, new, new coach, new environment kind of change. Um, not just the environment, but you know, new attitude might help us out a lot. Yeah, with a new voice, and uh, from what I gathered from Trevor Alberts the other day, it seems like Mickey's gonna, you know, change up some things at practice. So maybe that'll get the boys going. So you know, we'll see. When, we'll see it when we see it. Oklahoma looked pretty good this year so far. I mean, they have, they didn't they played Rice and somebody else, but they look, they look pretty good so far this year. Quarterback looks good. Offense looks good. Are we better than Rice? <laughs> um, I don't know, man. <laughs> That's what I was getting to. Is I'm not sure we're better than Rice or not. Uh, I mean, if Georgia Southern played Rice, I think that that Georgia Southern would be a pretty big favorite. Also, I'm not really sure. Also, just quick shout out to the Sun Belt East. Really late it on this week. Uh, I mean, they 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 played great, man. Their whole their 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 conference is good, man. Their conference is good. Like it was ridiculous. They take down Notre Dame, Texas A and M, and Nebraska. Yeah, and uh, Nebraska's the the least of those two wins, you know. <laughs> and uh, probably Georgia Southern is is. Probably the second best team of those three. Marshall, I don't think is as good as they looked. I don't think Notre Dame's that good either, though. Yeah, them their uh, quarterback getting hurt obviously was a problem. Yeah, yeah, that that yeah, but that really changed. I the game. had I had mentioned on this podcast before that Marcus Freeman would be a great hire for Nebraska. I no longer believe that. Okay. Because Notre Dame just they look sloppy. Like they look bad, yeah. They look bad. Like penalties, um, turnovers. We don't need to go back. We don't we don't need to go back to that. Like, let's just get a coach who can have the guys buzzing, you know, can recruit, and let's not go back to, you know, the Taylor Martinez years where it's either five turnovers from the quarterback or five touchdowns. I agree with that. I agree with that too. You know, one thing I didn't mention before in our break there, um, that 
we could potentially call Bo Pelini back up. Yeah, I saw. You want to run it back? I saw the boy Will Compton on Twitter today and yesterday, you know, possibly talking about a return for Pelini and himself. I'd be Uh, all right. I, I would like that too. I mean, if we could go back to winning nine games a year, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. Give us another chance at an eleven-win season, maybe maybe a playoff spot sometime in in the next, you know, twenty years. Mark, you're talking <laughs> about playoffs. I'm playoffs. playoffs. I'm talking about a bowl game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one step at a time. I guess you're right. You're right. Bowl game first, and then we'll work on the playoffs. Any other games you like this week? Uh, I like Miami on the road at Texas A&M. All right. And, uh, man, there was another one I was looking at today that looked pretty enticing. I like Florida State um, at Louisville, minus two and a half. Ooh, that is, yeah. It's on Friday. Oh, uh, Penn State at Auburn. Really? I like Auburn. Give me you the like Auburn. What's the line there? It's like two and a half this morning or maybe three. But a home puppy? Come on. Penn State Ooh. hasn't looked that great. And Auburn's still Auburn. Yeah, they got dudes for show. There's not a lot of big-time games this week. Um, I kind of like Mississippi State against LSU. Mississippi State minus two against LSU in LSU. The line looks weird to me, and that's why I like it. Is that a night game? Do you know? That is a four o'clock game, Mountain Time. Oh yeah, so then night night game for you, night game basically. Yeah. Well, if it was like a seven p.m. or I would hammer the Tigers, the Bayou Bengals, if you will, but middle of the afternoon. You know, Brian Kelly, he's going to be half asleep. (laughs) And if you want to stick with the Sun Belt, Appalachian State minus 12 and a half against Troy. I might lay, I might take the points with Troy right there. Really? I I like App State on that one too. App State's, I mean, they have two tough games. So now I, I mean, I think they're ready. I think there might be a little uh, hangover. You know, all the students are tired from running up and down the streets celebrating. <laughs> maybe, you man, know. maybe. Um, I think App State's going to be a good team. They're going to cover quite a bit this, this season. I like App State minus points. Um, I like Florida State minus minus two. I might, I might take you up on your Penn State Auburn thing there. Yeah, Auburn um, and uh, Miami. Those are. Those are There's my, not a lot uh, of big games this week, really. This is kind of the dead week where before the before conference play starts, you know. There's yeah, not a whole lot going on necessarily. I think college football needs to get better at like the scheduling where they always have this dead week. It's usually like week three, four, five, where there's no real marquee matchups. But if you look at the NFL, they have obviously because they have so many primetime games, you know, Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. Maybe college football needs to get to, like, that 
type of like model for their scheduling. It's hard to do that in college because because they also have college. You know, like it's hard to have guys travel and go play a Thursday night game and then go play the next the next Saturday or whatever. Whether it's a short week or a long week, it just kind of messes up messes up your school as well. Well, I understand that, but what I'm saying is like maybe give us Alabama, Texas, like this coming week because there were already other great games on Saturday. Oh, I see what you mean. So, so, so just, just change the schedule it out differently. So you have, um, so there's a, a good matchup every week instead of like this week is, is almost zero, um, ranked teams playing each other. I think only Miami, Texas A&M are the only two ranked teams playing each other. Uh, yeah, that's what I got too, is that that's the only ranked matchup. And it's like 11 versus 24. And most of the other ranked teams don't play anybody any any sort of threat to them. NC State plays Texas Tech. Uh, Texas Tech is a giant underdog, I think. Oh, it's only ten. Texas Tech plus ten. That's not terrible. That's not that's not a bad game. Uh, Ohio State plays Toledo. Um, there's just not a Wake Forest plays Liberty. There's just not a lot of big time games. Wake Forest yeah, and- is ranked, by the way, which is bananas to me. Yeah, that's maybe we could hire their head coach so we could be ranked sometime. Georgia Southern is a underdog by eleven and a half at UAB this week as well. Oh, that's a hammer. Oh, yeah. maybe they maybe they do have a little hangover, a little big red hangover for the boys. Oh, man, I don't know. I, I think I think I like that bet. Also, I think I like I like Georgia Southern again. Also, I don't know what the line is on Georgia at South Carolina. I think it's twenty. Yeah, I'll I'll take I'll give you thirty. It's Georgia. Dude. I'll give you thirty. Georgia's <laughs> really good, man. Uh, let's see what the score what it is here. It is it is twenty four. Georgia minus twenty four on the road against the Junior Beamer Bowl. Yeah, give 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 me the dogs. Give me the dogs minus twenty four. There's not a lot of other games really that are really big games or, or great ones to bet on. Um, so let's just wrap it up here, I suppose. Um, you can find the Nebraska Hour on all of your podcasting flat platforms: Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that kind of stuff. Um, BetYourAsh.com. Um, and you can find me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram at Timmy Nebraska. And you can find Brock at what? At Brock White 86 on Twitter. Brock White 86. Brock White 86 on Twitter. Um, and go ahead and give us a review. Five stars, thumbs up, whatever the deal is. And tell your friends if you have any. You're ruining the podcast, Ladybug. <laughs>